Shit balls, dang it. Hey, Raina. Hi, Meg. How are you? Oh, pretty good. Tis the season. Tis the season. I was just looking for my phone ho, ho. and it was sitting in my hand. Mm. <laughs> ho, 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 ho. We are ho. feeling festive today. I am wearing something? Uh, I you're wearing a... Mm, well, I'm embarrassed to say that these are both my husband's. <laughs> oh, if you see a video clip of us. I got in it and... and I didn't have a tank top on under my sweatshirt, so I yeah. thought it's okay. I'll just put this on. It goes so low on the yeah. side. I was like, I was like, Ms. Redneck over here. Yeah, with she her. was out in a, her overalls and a bra, a brazier. Um, <laughs> so so find a shirt. what Meg is wearing for those who are listening, not watching, is a full-on uh, like overall velour overall set very s- with a reindeer on the front. This yeah. is Santa's favorite and. Uh, Candy canes and snowflakes and very festive. Mr. Boo Boo got it at Walmart. Very roomy. Very roomy. He got a 3XL. And I am wearing a red velour tracksuit. I mean. That says ho, ho, ho on the leg. Feeling very fancy. There you go. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. Been done it for a while. You got okay. a joke for us, Raina? I sure do. Okay. What did Santa sing when he went down the chimney? I'm really trying to think of something here. But. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. <laughs> that was really good. I, I was sitting over here giggling Bye-bye. to myself. One more? Yeah. What do snowmen use to make snow babies? Snowballs, snow of course. Balls. Yeah. <laughs> you took too long. I took too long. All right. I was getting to it. All right. Oh, well, hello and welcome to Lunatic Soup, the podcast where we go into all things wild, weird, and unknown. We're your host, Meg. And I'm Raina, ready to brew up some Lunatic Soup. Let's go. brought to our attention that there are some people that don't know why Mr. Boo Boo is called Mr. Boo Boo. Yes. And I realized that we're going back to like episode two. Yeah. We're almost at episode 40. Yeah. I think. No, I think this, no, this week is episode, and last week was, I don't know what week. No, this is like, we're we're above the 40s now. But yeah, I was out in Portland with, I was doing a photo shoot and I was with a bride and she had listened to the podcast and she said to me, she's like, hang on, why is Tex Mr. Boo Boo? And I was like, Oh shit! For people who have not listened from the beginning, they have no idea why. Yeah. I was like, we better explain that shit. So, Sydney, this is for you. Um, but it's because in one of our first episodes, we fucked up talking about something with Star Wars or Harry Potter or something. Tremors. It, oh, was that what it was? Tremors. <laughs> we're trying it. to figure out where, like, where, like, was it a sandworm? Was it a graboid? I think we were talking about the Mongolian death. Yes, worm. that's what it was. That's what it was. And um, Mr. Boo Boo came on and said. Well, you guys have made a massive boo-boo. And <laughs> it literally, like, then somehow turned into him being Mr. Boo-boo. But he is also, if you have ever looked at our artwork that we have on anything, which most people probably have not, but there's a little Easter egg of Mr. a ghost boo-boo. of Mr. Boo-boo in the back where he he's a ghost drinking beer. Yeah. Um, so it kind of just, like, fit and stuck. And boo-boo as in we made a mistake. Yeah. But boo-boo, boo-boo as in, in boo. boo. Yeah. So like like our name like everything it has double meaning and you know yeah we we like to 
I don't know. And to be fair, we we do try to get my husband involved in this. Yeah, oh yeah, Meg's husband just doesn't want any part of this debauchery. He he supports us fully. Yes, but he's he's like just just go over there. He just is not a, he's not a talker. <laughs> he's not a talker. And to be a podcast person, you have to talk. You have to talk. Yeah, and like yeah. banter. He he takes care of children. Yeah, he's fantastic. He's at fantastic. It. Yes. So we get the time. I mean, and he's need. great when he's in a small group of people, like sitting around a fire and hanging out. Yeah. But, uh, Projecting to the world is not his jam. No, and that's okay. Yeah. Wasn't my jam either until you. It's your idea. Fuck off. (laughs) All right, can we drink a cider now? Yes. Okay. This one I got a little while ago from our wonderful listener and my neighbor, Ryan. Yes. Thank you, Ryan. And Laura, his lovely wife. Yes. They went out and I think they were out somewhere like getting drinks and they picked one up. Yeah. I'm cautious. I'm a little scared of it too. (laughs) It's but Ryan said it was good, so I yes, trust him. I trust Ryan. He gave us our lovely uh, Freddy the Fridge. And, yeah, it's One Tree Hard Cider, which we love One Tree Hard Cider. Yeah, we do. But it is called Caramel Cinnamon Hard Cider. And, and I love caramel. I love cinnamon, and I love a caramel apple. So I feel like this could be really good. I'm hit or miss with caramel. caramel oh, caramel. my God. I love caramel. Yeah. Are we going to fight again? Car- caramel? I call it caramel. Whatever. I know it goes both ways. Potato, potato. Yeah. Apricot, apricot. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, should we? Yeah, let's shall go. We? Okay, let's ready? One, two. Smell good? It smells good. It looks, it looks like a nice regular cider. It smells delightful. It, sm- it smells, I thought smells it would, like a cider. I thought it would smell sweeter. Okay, let's, all right. That's fucking good. Wow. That's really good. It is sweeter. It's more like a... It, it tastes more like a... like a. It tastes like apple, apple pie. Cider. Oh, it like tastes like apple pie. Fill it. You know what this... You know what would go really, really good with this? Uh, let me think. Fireball. Okay, that is... It's actually really, really good. And I'll be... We were definitely both a little weary of it. And it, it is... I, I think it tastes like apple... Pie filling, but just not as sweet. Yeah. It tastes like the filling of an apple pie. It kind of reminds me of like, yeah, because I was thinking it's kind of like the chider, but not as, yes. m- not as many spices, right. which would be an apple pie filling. Yeah. Speaking of, I was at, went out to lunch with our favorite kindergarten teacher this weekend, and we went to the Mint in Enumclaw, and mm-hmm. they had a spiced cider from Bellingham Cider. Ooh. <gasps> Bellingham Cider is where we got that cherry one we were obsessed yeah. with. Yeah, mm. so we got to find it. It was really good. Mm. Mm-hmm. Spiced cider. What was it like? It was like the chider. I think it tasted better. Oh. I mean, I love my chider. It was just different. It was nice to have something a little different. Yeah. Because I've been really going on the chider. Uh, yeah. I found chiders in my... Um, remember you said I drank all your chiders? I you didn't. didn't. I, they were sitting in a box on the side, and I needed them for a photo shoot I was doing. Wow. For a mag- like a magazine, a cocktail book, and I had to uh, open it and drink it. Darn. It was rough. Guys, stay tuned for the lovely cocktail book that Raina is making. Yeah, yeah, I have just put out a fun cocktail book. If you have a friend who is a Swifty, I There's put, a lot of them. Yeah, apparently, and uh, I'm one, but I just made a cocktail book um, based off of, it's called, like, In My Cocktail Era. Wait, you're my friend? I think so. Okay. I, I thought I was. Did I fuck up? Not yet. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> um, and, yeah, but it's on Amazon. 
Amazon. You can find it on Amazon. Um, it did that, and then I'm hoping to put out a few more in the next coming weeks. So, you know. What's the name of it again? In My Cocktail Era. In so My Cocktail it's, Era. So, you know, Era's tour. Everything's like in my this era, in my that mm-hmm. era, if you're a Swifty. So that it's all a bunch of fun cocktails. So I happened to put a sour slut in it for us. The photography, guys. Amazing. Today. Ooh. You good? Yeah, I just cracked my back. Okay. Like, <laughs> your daughters were talking about how, the, like... One like pulled the other one while they were playing, and her arm cracked. And I'm like, "You want to hear something?" And oh. I cracked my shoulders, and they were both like, "Oh!" Yeah, you're very poppy. I'm very poppy. I'm poppy in my knees, but that's it. If you uh. listen to our uh, Fox Sisters yeah, episode, I did my. Knuckles. I was popping my ankles. Okay. Those were my ankles. Whatever. Whatever. I can't believe you let me do that on air. I didn't. I can't control you. <laughs> All right. So today is a Sabbath series, and okay. we are talking about Yule. Yay! Yay! I love Yule. I mean, I think it's what uh, is where people are going to realize all half of the witchy traditions that everyone celebrates at Christmas. Uh-huh. Is that what's going to happen? Pretty much. Uh-huh. Which I love. Which are Yule-type monsters, which hopefully you guys have all listened to if you oh, have not. That was so good. Please go. What's wild about that one was listening to the insane amount of things that we took from these, like, scary lore mm-hmm. that it is literally what we do today. Like milk yeah. and cookies. Mm-hmm. Like caroling. Caroling. Um, so many things from these terrifying, like if you do something bad, you will get your stomach cut open and stuff full of hay. Now um, we just get or coal. you could, yeah. Or you could get something good. But now, yeah, it's just coal. We've chilled a little bit. Just a little. I mean, I don't know. I think we're probably the most monstrous human beings on the planet now, but in different well, ways. Yeah, definitely. It's very different <laughs> ways, but true. True, true. All right. All right. So this year, Yule takes place on December 21st through January 1st. It's 12 days. The whole Yule season is nice. 12 days. During this time, the Earth's axis is tilted with is tilted the farthest away from the sun, and that resu- results in the longest night of the year mm-hmm. on December 21st. Yes. The equinox. Yep. Mm-hmm. Or solstice. That's what I meant. Yep. The wrong one. <laughs> I was close. Also, um, well, it's the, the day before, but it's our favorite kindergarten teacher's birthday. Oh, yeah. nice. So she's a Yule baby. I almost I'm had a Yule baby. You're a Yule baby. Yeah. yeah. I almost had a Yule baby. Yeah. She was a few days before. She held out. yule is one of the oldest winter festivals on record it dates back thousands of years and it's best it's one of the best known pagan sabbats because it resembles the christian christmas so much yeah i love when i think of you i mean i think i think of this with every sabbat when i'm in that season i didn't get that could you try again oh shut up we weren't talking to you jesus christ Mind your damn business. I hate it when she's all up in there. Right? Um, I just get those cozy feelings with the Sabbaths when I'm in that season. And yeah. I think that's why I love the Wheel of the Year so much. Because yeah. I just like that constant movement yeah. and change. Yeah. That makes sense? Mm-hmm. It does. Um, it also includes a lot of gift giving, singing, and lots of symbology. Okay. Which, so does Christmas. Yeah. Yule celebrates the longest... And darkest night of the year and the return, eventual return of the sun. Okay. Um, it's the time for the hard workers of the harvest to rest. Because remember, Samhain was the last harvest festival. So now we're resting. 
Okay. Because the, there's the three harvest festivals yep. ending in Samhain, which was our last. Yes. And now it's Samhain. time Now it's time to rest. Mm-hmm. Sit inside and read a book. Yeah. While it snows. That sounds so good. Yeah. That sounds so good. We'll do that. It's not snowing. Oh, I know. Oh, right. I'm supposed to hate snow. Yeah. You're like those first snows, though. You're the if best. If I don't have to go anywhere. That's the best. And I will say, living here is a lot better to experience snow than in Vermont. Because once snow came to Vermont, it was snow, like... There was a snowstorm in May, I remember, yeah. one year. I can see if you, it's constant snow, how much you would hate it. I think I love, I wish we had a tiny bit more snow than we do, but I, yeah, yeah, done did it. It's a fireball, guys. Um, but. <laughs> Put it in every time. Every time. Um, but the whole, like, when it snows, it's so exciting. We only get it for like a day or two. It's not very long. It's good. It's very minimal, but also at the same time, it's like school's always canceled and it's like fun. And I love when it snows outside. I can't believe it hasn't snowed yet this year. Like it it's makes a me true sad. snow day. Yeah. Like growing up, every day was a snow day. Yeah. Like eating ice cream every day. It gets kind of old. Yeah. But here it is a true snow day and they go outside and they play as long as they can yep. because it's a true snow day. If you remember back to our Litha episode you remember the Battle of the Oak King and the Holly King? Yes, I do. King? Yes, I do. And during that battle, the Holly King won. Okay. Right? Because during Litha, um, the Oak King and the Holly King had a battle. The Oak King gave up power, and now it was starting to get dark again. Okay. Yule is the time when the Oak King wins, and he will rule from now until the summer solstice, which is Litha. Okay. Giving more and more light each day. There's also the legend of the Sun King whose journey begins with Yule, and he sets out to bring light to the world. Each day he travels, the light grows longer and longer and longer as he journeys across the sky. Yep. Unlike some of the other Sabbaths, Yule's derived from many different traditions, and it's hard to kind of pinpoint exactly mm-hmm. where it or originated. Um, if you think about the light as well with Christianity. Jesus was said to bring light to the world. Yeah. So it's kind of pulled from a bunch of different traditions. Some historians think that it marked the new year in a lot of mm-hmm. traditions. Yep. Which if you look at the actual Yule dates, it it does. Yeah. It's just the last 12 days of the year. And then when it's over, yay, new year. Happy new year. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to me. What a birthday. It's my birthday. That was when, I'm, when I'm drunk. Well, I'm not this bad anymore, but when I was younger, I'd be like running around the streets of Seattle or Las Vegas or wherever the hell I would be. And I, my sister would always give me a really loud, obnoxious horn and I'd blow it and I'd just scream like, it's my birthday! Like instead of Happy New Year. And I was just like a drunk slob kebab running all over the place. I love it. I love it. Could you imagine? Has anybody ever done a redneck birthday celebration for you? No, but I think that's the next thing we should do. Oh, oh I already got my costume. <laughs> I'm going to wear my Daisy Dukes. Ooh. And I got a nice winter hat that has these little flaps that go over. Oh, it's got fur man. on the inside. You got some, you got some firecrackers to let that I sure do. It. I got oh, some firecrackers. Man. Get the firecrackers out. I'm going to listen back to this and just cringe. Why? It's my favorite. But we, you're really on to something. I, mean, I want a redneck birthday party. We have not pulled out the accents in quite a while. Yeah. I think it started today when I came out in this outfit. Which it was. That was. <laughs> you started it because because you were... Looking, I was looking 
Mighty Appalachian. You sure were. And I can say that because I have family from the Appalachians. And <laughs> not I feel like fun of anybody. No, we're not making I fun. Well, I don't know. <laughs> Isn't it like, you know, like cultural appropriation because we're white? I don't know. So, like, we're making fun of. I mean, White if people? I have family that hails from that region, it's okay, right? Because I'm making fun of myself. If I have family who's rednecks, then it's fine. Then because, it's fine. Which I do. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I can make fun of them and I can make fun of New Yorkers. That's my... I can make fun of a lot of people. There you go. Yeah. Just everybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Anyways, let's get, let's get off this subject before we dig ourselves in a hole. Already there. <laughs> Oh, some of the oldest stories we see are from the Norse and Scandinavian people. Yule was either a two-month celebration starting in mid-November, a 12-day celebration starting on the solstice, or a three-day celebration starting on the solstice. Okay. So there's kind of different It just depends. Mm -hmm. In Germanic paganism, Yule was celebrated with animal sacrifice. The blood from the animal was then used to paint the altar... Um, around the temple and the people. So they would put paint, like, they would put blood on people and on the altar and around the temple. That's lovely. It's creepy gross. It signified <laughs> washing with blood and was followed by a massive feast and celebratory fire. I think you can link that to Christianity as well. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I, I could see it. In ancient Rome, they celebrated Saturnalia from December 17th to 23rd. It was to honor Saturnalia, which was the sun god, they would make a sacrifice, which was human, okay, in the temple to Saturn, and then they would have a public feast and return home to exchange gifts. I mean, it kind of sucks for the person that they. I mean, how do they choose who they sacrifice? I don't know. Did they volunteer? That's terrifying. Make a tribute, pull a name out of a hat. Yeah, mm. volunteers tribute. <laughs> was it like the person already is like murdering people and they're like you're an asshole you're gonna be our sacrifice i would Maybe. hope that's how they did it like i mean but already... even so yeah i don't like it me either the atmosphere of saturnalia would closely resemble like carnival okay so lots of partying celebration in the streets so dancing half naked with like oh okay perfect slaves were even given a table table service for their feast because it was the day meant for all so oh. people would serve them that's amazing, though. It's that's that's something it's better. Yeah, I'm gonna read this passage about Norse tradition because I think it really sums it up better than okay. better than I could. It was ancient custom that when sacrifice was to be made, all farmers were to come to the heathen temple and bring along with them the food they needed while the feast lasted. At this feast, all were to take part of the drinking of ale. Also, all kinds of livestock were killed in connection with it. Horses. Also, and all the blood from them was called hrut, which is, means sacrificed blood, but I don't speak Norwegian. Hmm? Norwegian? That's not Norse, is it? Norwegian? Norse. I don't know. No. Norse tradition tradition is not. I'm sorry if you're from there. Correct us. But Please do. I don't know. Um, and it was also called hrutboli. Which means the vessel to hold blood. And flutinar, which is the sacrificial twigs. These were fashionable like sprinklers. Oh. Yeah. So like, what do they take? The, like the antlers and bones and light them on fire? Like sparklers? Maybe. Oh, 
and with the blood, it was to be smeared all over them <laughs> and the walls of the temple. And likewise, men were pr- present were to be sprinkled with blood. But the meat of the animal was to be boiled and served as food at the banquet. At least they used it. What the fuck are we talking about? Not cannibalism. So there's a plus. (laughs) Fires were to be lit in the middle of the temple floor and kettles hung over the fires. The sacrificial beaker was to be borne around the fire and he who made the feast was to be chieftain. And was to bless the beaker as well as the sacrificial meat. So that's the North's tradition. <laughs> you look so confused. My ADHD can't couldn't focus on what the fuck you just said. <laughs> to be honest, um, just they sacrificed animal. They I mean I I got I mean I got it. Was, but I'm know. just also like you're kind of ruining this like holly jolly holiday for me, and I think that. This, all of the sacrificing blood and cutting people's stomach opens and stuffing them with hay with, like, sheep fanciers. Have you not learned anything of me? Uh, yeah, I don't like it. Next year I'm doing Christmas. We're going to sing Christmas carols and make sugar cookies and talk about happy things. <laughs> you do that. You do that. We need to know our history, Reina. Uh, this is not our history. This is history. Do you celebrate Christmas? It's not our history. Do you celebrate Christmas? Maybe. Are you Scandinavian or German? Oh, yes. Oh, well, I don't want to know. Well, too bad. Oh. Can't turn a blind eye to it. Sure can. <laughs> sure fucking can. <laughs> you started to become Christmas around the 9th century. While most places now call it Christmas, Scots still refer to Christmas as Yule. Oh. So that's pretty fun when you're over there and they call it Yule. According to the saga of Hakon the Good of Norway, who ruled in the 10th century, he was responsible for merging Christmas with Yule. And through the years, it continued to mesh into one. This was because Hakon the Good of Norway visited England and became a Christian. He came back to Norway and put it into law that Yule and Christmas would be celebrated at the same time. So when when was Yule celebrated or Christmas celebrated initially? Yeah, uh, around the ninth century, when like England, Great Britain, it yeah. started to be celebrated, and then Hawken the Good was from Norway, and they celebrated Yule. But he went to. Oh, I see what you're saying. Went... I thought you were saying they were celebrated on different like times of the year, and it was no, like they... forming them. Got it. You're they just saying celebrated in um, Norway yet. I it thought was... you were saying they were just celebrated at different times of the no. year, and they were making it. Got it. That when makes he sense. went to England, he became a Christian, and he came back and said, hey, we're going to celebrate Christmas yet now, and we're going to yeah. celebrate it on Yule. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of when they, why they kind of were celebrated around the same time. Um, he also required that everyone was to have <clears throat> ale of grain and continue to celebrate until the ale was gone, or you would be fined. I mean, I'm not, a, I'm not opposed. Right? Ale of grain. Ale of grain. So is beer. that... Beer. Is what? Beer. Yeah. So, I'll have a beer. Yeah. Stop potting your joints! Jesus! Christ! I didn't now, I, one more thing I have to add to the Meg can't do while we're recording list. Move! <laughs> Burping! <laughs> breathing! <laughs> Popping toes! Joints! Talking while we're pouring alcohol. I didn't talk this time. I know you did so good. I did so, so proud good. of you. You've learned. 
Yeah, um, so like Okay, well I'm I'm into the I'm you, into the you have you, to just drink you until have there's to drink all of it. Until there's not. Or you'll be fined. I like it. Yule was known throughout cultures as a time to make business deals and arranged marriages. Oh perfect. <laughs> While you're drunk? Seems uh, like the yeah, best challenge. Like really <laughs> there was, oh, what was it? Was it uh, Luna Saad where you got married for a year? Yes. Yeah. You like and tried it out. It was yeah. like a trial. And then after a year, you decided if you wanted to stay hitched or not. Yeah. And that was when we said that's like, that's, mm, that's a bit, that's a bit short for you to actually decide. But at the same time, <laughs> if, but if you're not dating before and you're just so like. dating. So basically. it's basically dating. Yeah. What if you had kids in that time though? Well, you're fucked. That's true. You're probably not getting a divorce. Nope. Not at that point. Yeah. While Christmas has pretty much taken over the ancient Yule, some things still remain the same. Oh, what What would that be? So, some of the traditions that kind of overlap. There's the Yule log. Yep. Originally, a Yule log was a log decorated and then burned in the fireplace to keep the evil spirits out. Specifically, yes. the Yule lads. Are those the ones, the sheep fancier? The sheep fancier, the, the goat sniffer, yeah. the door sniffer? The door sniffer, the spoon licker, the bowl. Meat taker, no. Meat, meat hook? I don't know. Yeah, there's something <laughs> with a meat hook. There's something with a, oh, the stump, stumpy? Stumpy. Stumpy? Yeah. There candle was sniffer. Candle sniffer. There's yogurt stealer or something? Yeah. He stole yogurt. Skull stealer, because that's what it's called. Oh, okay. Something like that. Yeah. Mm. Gotta keep those. Gotta keep them out. They wreak havoc on your away. house. Yeah. The log needed to burn either on the night of solstice or the entire 12-day season. Today, many traditions of holidays make a Yule log cake. And it's a cake that looks like logs found in the forest and decorated. We should try to make one. Okay. We gotta get together before you leave yeah, for Christmas. We will, but... Let the kids make cookies and we'll make a Yule log cake. I'm not really a baker. <laughs> but you make great cocktails. I'll make the cocktails. You... <laughs> She has a Grinch hand on right now. Because the part of my costume we did not talk about was that I have a Sandy Claus hat with a Grinch beard on it. And then I have in the in the hat was shoved one one Grinch claw. Just one. Have you seen, I believe it's, yeah, the Universal Studios Grinch on TikTok? Drink. Is it the one where he makes the baby cry? Yes, but they go into all of them. Oh, no, I have. They're amazing. I went down that rabbit hole for like an hour the other night. Yes, I have done it multiple nights. And I was like, I could do better. I was fine. He's amazing. Uh, There's some of them that aren't that good, but this one guy in particular is really good. Uh, The one who made the baby cry, he's good. I don't feel like his, his, um, not accent, but his like voice voice was as good as the other guys but how he was with like with the baby oh my god it was Made the so baby nailed it nailed it i know it was like such good comedic timing that's the kind of shit that i don't have like is the comedic timing or like there was this one where this woman told her husband that she was pregnant and he's like pretend vomiting on yes side. <laughs> so good so good next we have the yule goat this is primarily a Swedish tradition, and during the holiday season, townspeople would construct goats out of straw and put them all over town. You've seen them. The little goats made out of straw. I'm going to show you a picture right now, and we'll post one. You're telling me I've seen it? Yeah. Okay. doesn't sound familiar. I've never seen that in my life. You've never seen I've a Yule I've never goat? seen that in my life. Weirdo. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> one of us is the weirdo, one of us isn't. 
You know what? At least I'm giving you more happier things this episode. Guys, I will take a straw goat over being stuffed with straw. (laughs) Just saying. Don't pick and choose. (laughs) Jesus Christ. So the Yule Goat was attributed a uh, tribute to Thor because he rode a chariot pulled by <laughs> Rain is struggling with the fireball. <laughs> oh. You good? Yeah. It was just rough going Woof. down. Woof. <clears throat> so yeah, Thor rode a chariot pulled by goats. Today in Sweden, the Yule Goat is considered a companion to Santa. Oh. You got the Yule Ham. While the goat is associated with Thor, a boar is associated with... Is that you took Freya? Frey... Freyr? Freyr, maybe? Let's say say Freyr. F-R-E-Y-R. Somebody correct me. Okay. Pigs and boars were often sacrificed as part of the ritual to honor Freyr. This was said to get her blessing for a bountiful harvest, marriages, and healthy children. Okay. After the sacrifice, they would cook the meat to be eaten at the feast. The head was considered the best part and often served with an apple in its mouth. Like you see in the movies. Like you see in the movies. And that's where the Christmas ham came from. What do you cook on Christmas? It's very funny that you actually bring that up because my sisters and I were just talking about that today. There's only one right answer. Well... Then I'm going to give you a wrong answer because <laughs> our family has always done a, like turkey on Christmas. Um, That's Thanksgiving. You have your holidays. Have confused. you have you ever watched A Christmas Story? I have not because you talked to my husband about this. He doesn't have many words, but he has words about this topic. Well, I will say that you're missing out on a classic. And in that movie, they make a Christmas turkey. It is a, it is a standard. That is it's it is a standard Christmas dish. You turkey. might not be. Privy to that information. Let me make a goose. The fuck a goose? You're making a goddamn goose? No! The Christmas goose. Our friend Amanda, her husband wants to make oh, a yeah, goose. Oh, yeah, remember she Christmas. told us that. <laughs> Where the fuck is he gonna find a goose? That's what I said. Uh, I remember we talked about this the other night. Anyways, so we decided as a collective today that we were like, none of us like turkey enough to eat it more than one time a year. And we always like, I would always be in charge of the turkey at Christmas. We know how that goes. No, well, that one was the right one. The bad one was Thanksgiving one year when I was... Did not unthought. Yeah, it was a bad day. Did not thought, unthought, de-thought, thought I didn't thought. They didn't thaw out. It didn't thaw out. We had friends visiting from Australia. It didn't thaw in my back fridge, and then I started drinking mimosas at like 8 a.m., so the whole day went down. Good lord! We're not going to talk about that anymore. Anyways, so my sisters and I today... There's a video. You can find it on the on the TikTok. TikTok. We'll share it. Um, but we were discussing today that we think we're going to do salmon for Christmas dinner and maybe oh. steaks. Mm-hmm. Okay. But just things that we like to eat that are yummy and that yeah. I like, instead of doing well, something that's like a traditional... And when I say this is actually not Christmas, this is Christmas Eve that we do okay. it. We do it Christmas Eve. Christmas dinner, we go out because we're at a Ski resort area. We go out to dinner every time. Okay. Then I get whatever the fuck I want. But perfect. Yeah, we do Chinese food. Can tell me, tell me you're a New Yorker without telling me you're a New Yorker. Would you like to hear that that also plays into a Christmas Carol? Does it? Or Christmas oh, Story? Yeah. yeah, I've seen that scene. Yes, and yeah, the the dogs eat the turkey. Like a bunch of wild dogs, like come in the house and eat the turkey, and so then they have to go out to Chinese food for oh. Christmas dinner. Okay. I mean, they're open. I mean, they are. Yeah, we get so, Christmas, uh, Christmas Eve, we get Chinese food every year. Oh, nice. 
And then Christmas Day, it's prime rib. I make like a... Delightful. Like a rosemary crusted See, I feel rib. like that at steak and things like that, that yeah. is... I like it. It's a lot more low-key than Thanksgiving because after Thanksgiving, like, I'm, I'm done. Yeah. And I love to But cook, you're the one but... doing the cooking, though. Yeah. See, for us, it's like I go to my aunt's for Thanksgiving and then, it, like, sometimes I'll do Christmas Eve, but then... It'll be like, we'll go out for Christmas Day. So when you're the sole person in charge of cooking, yeah, the fuck we're done. And like even this last weekend for Thanksgiving, I didn't make Thanksgiving dinner, but I did so much cooking the whole weekend just because we were home and I had my sister over and there's kids. kids And I said, like yesterday we got McDonald's for dinner. I was like, thank God. I just needed a day off from cooking. Like I needed a time out. And I love cooking. So I do too, but I I was pretty pretty well done. I could imagine. Yeah. So Christmas is like meat and potatoes. And some rolls. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. No. I love meat and potatoes. Ham is reserved for Easter in my house. Mm, I could see it. That's when I do ham. Anywho. Modern paganism. Yep. Neo-pagans are trying to return Yule to its original roots. But please, no sacrifices? No sacrifices, please. Of animal or... Of any kind. Any kind. And no, no sacrifices. living... No blood. Sacrifices, no blood schmears. Mm-mm. Just Mm-mm. none of it. The Yule log, yes. Oh, yeah, we can do a Yule. I make a Yule log every year. We'll talk about that later and how I do that. Yeah. But just no. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Not a ton. Okay. For Wiccans, Yule is the second Sabbath in the Wheel of the Year, and it all focuses on celebrating the return of the sun. Now, there's, I've seen both. I've seen where Samhain is the first and Yule is the second. And I've seen where Samhain is the last Sabbath and Yule is the first Sabbath. Okay. So I guess in the more Wiccan tradition, Yule is the f- the second Sabbath. Okay. But how I've always done it is Yule is the first. Yeah. The first Sabbath in the Wheel of Theo. Yeah. Samhain is the last one. I feel like that's a... Yeah. I could see that. You do you, boo. Yeah. Like, just, just celebrate. Celebrate whatever makes you happy. Yep. That's what it is at the end of the day. Like, why do you care so much what other people do? Do what makes you happy. Just do you, man. As no, you. not hurting anybody. No sacrifices. No sacrifices. No no blood. No blood. Spray ketchup all over you. <laughs> go for it. Knock your socks off. Some neo-pagans celebrate it by reenacting the battle between the Holly King, which is the darkness, and the Oak King, which is the light. Let's do it. How do, how do they reenact it? I don't know. We'll figure it out. Let's okay. reenact and we'll battle it out. For and, TikTok. And uh, the the Holly King wins this one. Why do I feel no, like this the, is like the we, Oak King wins We this need one. lightsabers. I'm sure Boo Boo can help us out in that department. Yeah. I just feel like this is a battle between the light and dark. <laughs> yeah. I get to be light. Fine, I'll be the darkness. I already got a Princess Leia costume, so sad. <laughs> I don't think you can wear that on our podcast. Probably if I'm not. Being honest, probably you not. Great. Well, thank you so much. But, but. that's a little too revealing. A it's little the, bit. It's the Princess Leia costume from the Job of the Hut scene. It's. I've seen the pictures. They're beautiful. They're wonderful. Mr. Boo Boo's 40th birthday present. Maybe meant for Mr. Boo Boo. <laughs> I'm fully clothed. It's they cover more than a bathing <laughs> they suit. Really do. No, they're beautiful pictures. Yeah, just you know. I, like, hardly knew you, and you were showing me the, like... Yeah, because I don't yeah. care, because it covers more than a bathing suit. It does. Like, I could... And you did some massive, like, some good editing. I didn't. I paid thing. someone to oh, do it. Paid. I thought yeah, you did I'm the not, editing. No, I'm not that good. Oh, I shot it in front of green screen in, in my living room, and then I sent it... I found someone online to do the editing. I paid someone to edit. That's awesome. Yeah. 
I'm not not ashamed by that. I would even show them on the interwebs. I don't even care. Because I'm fully clothed. It's a bikini top and then a it's skirt beautiful. where you look like Princess Leia. I'll, I'll take it. Woohoo! Woohoo! <laughs> Anyways. So in the reenactment, um, the tradition is primarily Celtic. Uh, some include Norse tradition of burning Yule logs. Some people believe they need to stay awake until dawn to welcome the returning sun. I like that wake. At least, uh, you know me, I'm not staying up past 10 The fuck p.m. no. But I will wake up early to welcome the sun. Yeah. That I can do. I can see that. Mm-hmm. Now we move on to wassail. Wassail translate to, translates to good health. Wassail is a tradition of drinking to good health. That's what it means. Alcohol made from spices and fruit juice for special occasions and toasting. It sounds delightful. I mean, it sounds like a lunatic soup to me. Sure does. The word toast comes from toasting bread to serve with the brew. Okay. I like that. Yeah. If wassail contains egg, milk, or cream, what is it called? I, I don't know. A nog. Oh, it's eggnog. Yeah. Oh. Which I've been putting eggnog in my homemade lattes. Ooh, that would be delightful. Yeah, I do like a quarter eggnog and the rest of my milk and you froth it up. And yeah. Just, it's, it's wonderful. I'll have to bring you over to my mom's house to have one of her eggnogs. I don't know if I could handle one of Robin's eggnogs. What, what do you think she puts in it? Oh, lots of stuff. What if you were to guess? I mean, I don't know what goes in a movie eggnog. Champagne? Some rum. Why is the rum always gone? Because it goes into eggnog and everything good. I do need to go to Robin's house in the next couple of weeks to see all of her Well, then you'll have to go over and have a boozy eggnog because that's like her dream. That's like her holiday. She loves an eggnog and rum. I will have an eggnog with your mother. Good. So my daughter owes me a babysitting. Just putting that out there. So we can go over. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just bring my kids. That's true. It's to my mom's house. house. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll just, <laughs> just don't let me have too much of the boozy eggnog. It's not my favorite. I'm not going to lie. It's too thick. Oh, I want some. I like a few sips, but I do, I do like it. I just don't like... Uh, I've like never had a boozy el- uh, eggnog. Just eggnog in general is too thick. You, you, that's why I put just a little bit of yeah, that in my... Yeah. But with the, with the booze, cuts it. Does it? Also, um, hot apple cider with rum in it. That's, that was, why is that the rum was, gone? Why is the rum always gone? Because it's toasting your insides. Just saying, keeps you warm in winter. I'm sure it does. It does. Wassailing was like trick-or-treating for adults. You go from house to house begging for wassail and treats. I mean, that's... I feel like that's where we are. How many times did I text you be like, do you have any wine? <laughs> there was one time where you're like, I'm on my way home. I need some wine because I'm out. You said, got it. Got it. That's what what neighbors are for. Mm -hmm. It was believed that fruit trees would go into hibernation during the Yule season. And after wassailing, they would go, people would go into the orchard and sing loudly to wake up the trees. Oh. They would sing, let every man take off his hat and shout to the old apple tree. Old apple tree, wassail thee and hoping thou will bear. It's to wake them up and start producing fruit. Hey, that'll do it. Eventually, this tradition became just an excuse to drink, sing, sing loudly in the streets. Well, I think I would enjoy. I feel like that. a lot of things just kind of circle back. Yeah, circle like back. An to excuse that. to to have drink. fun. Well, that's what it is. Everybody just wants to have fun. That's. I feel like you're just trying to enjoy life, and sometimes that involves having alcohol because it helps. <laughs> 
the truth. So now we move on to mistletoe. Mistletoe. Originally a custom from ancient Druidism and Norse people, mistletoe was considered a magical plant. Mm -hmm. This was because it stayed green all year round, even when trees around it would go dormant and drop their leaves. Kissing under the mistletoe became a tradition related to the goddess Frigga. The North goddess of love was Frigga, and Frigga had two sons, one one of which was blind. The evil figure of Loki made an arrow out of the mistletoe wood and shot Frigga's blind son with the mistletoe arrow. The blind son died, and the goddess's tears became the mistletoe's white berries. When Frigga's blind son came back to life later, the Nordic goddess decided to turn mistletoes into a Scandinavian symbol of love and fertility, requiring a kiss between humans meeting beneath the mistletoe. Cute. Not the dead son part, but (laughs) (laughs) at least he came back to life. Yeah, right. One of the main differences between Christmas and Yule is the intention. Right. Obviously. Right. Yule can be kind of more relaxing while still participating in the Christmas customs, which I think that's why I love it so much. The stress of consumerism is just a lot. It's a list to check off. And I am obviously guilty of that. I think we all are. But that's what what we were raised in. It's what it is. Right. But Yule is about connecting with others and performing rituals that bring us close to each other in nature. I feel like my family does that just because like we go away on a trip with our whole family and my cousins and everything and we yeah. my family's very musical we play guitar we sing christmas carols we I, you know we spend a lot of time together and doing like crazy things like that like we truly just like spend time with the people who are important to us and get a little out of control but also like we're all together and I, we're all yeah. like for a lot of days and you know we're skiing which is i don't know that's in, that's environmental i absolutely adore your family Thank you. I do too. They're just, they're <laughs> fun. Your daughter was at my house the other day and uh, our daughters are really good friends and they were talking about Christmas and I came in and I said, are you excited for Christmas? And she told me all about your trip. Yeah. All about her aunties. She goes, my aunt just left this weekend, but I'm not really sad because I get to see her in a couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> it is going to be chaos and it is always chaos, but it's so much fun. I'll, I'll post a few updates on the soup, like on Instagram and stuff. Not a ton, but like. You can always follow my personal Instagram if you want to see the chaos, but it is chaos because we get wild. It's fun. Fun chaos. Fun chaos. Um, some symbols that will also overlap. The evergreen is, obviously you see that in Christmas a lot, and it's originally cut and brought inside to symbolize, symbolize rebirth, life, and renewal. It's a Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. Um, these things were believed to have power over death because the green never fades. Some used evergreens to defeat demons and hold death at bay. They were also believed to bring back the sun because they never grew old and died like other plants. Okay. Holly is also used to decorate in both holidays because the leaves were sharp and prickly and it was thought to ward off evil. It also symbolizes the Holly King. Oh. A Yule tree is a pagan custom and the Yule tree was a very important symbol. It represented the tree of life or tree of the world. Remember in our Yule... Yuletide monsters, they were trying to cut down the tree of the world. Oh, yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, so that's what a Yule tree represents, and it's decorated with symbols of gifts that people wanted to receive from the gods. They also use nature to decorate. uh, They use nature to decorate and to symbolize what they were thankful for on Earth. Okay. Candles are represented 
uh, as the return of the sun and the eternal flame within the home. Uh, in ancient times, wreaths represented the wheel of the year and the completion oh. of the cycle. Yeah. They also represented the sun, as it was once believed that the sun was a giant wheel that would turn to welcome the different seasons. Crazy. Yeah. Bells were often rung during the winter solstice to drive away demons. Like, I mean, what a witch's bell. We yeah. both have one on our door. Yeah, I have one on my door. Then yeah. you open it, and the bells ring. And Sound cleansing. Sense. Yeah. But so, yeah, adds up. Elves became associated with Yule because in ancient times, they knew that the spirits that created the sun were, the quote, the small folk. That were what we would call elves. Yeah. If you included elves in your celebrations, it was believed that the elves would continue to keep track of the sun and bring it back to the earth. Oh. Yeah. Gingerbread was always a special bread during the Yule season. It wasn't a common thing to have ginger in the European area Mm -hmm. until the Crusaders brought it in the ninth centuries. Uh, because there were laws about what you could and couldn't use as food, gingerbread was only allowed during the winter festivals. Okay. So we talked about a lot of the symbolic parts of Yule versus Christmas. Yes. Uh, some of the colors associated with Yule are what you would think. Green, gold, silver, red. Shocking. Shocking. I can't, I can't believe that. I never see that anywhere. No! Uh, foods include cookies, caraway, dried fruits, nuts, pork dishes, eggnog, ginger, spiced cider. I mean, we, we knocked it out of the park with this sure one. Sure did. Again, Ryan, this one was really good. This one did. That was I, 10 out of 10 on that. I actually yeah. really like that. Yeah, I'll get that next year. For sure. I would buy that again for sh- Like, yeah. I would drink that on its own. I kept seeing it at Costco and I'm like, ooh. I didn't eat the fireball, though. No, I it liked didn't. it without the it fireball. It was better without the fireball. But it was... Definitely actually a good one for what I was worried it was. Which is interesting because the chider, I like with the fireball. Fireball, me too. And so I just assumed caramel cinnamon with... But maybe because that one's already a little bit sweeter than the spiced ones that we yeah. drink. I didn't think it was that sweet though. And not until we put the fireball in No, it. yeah. Stones associated with the Yule are ruby, garnet, bloodstone, emerald, and diamond. Herbs are bayberry, evergreen, frankincense, holly, laurel, pine, and sage. Mm-mm. And flowers are, what is that? Calendula? Uh, calendula. Calendula. I'm good for some things. <laughs> Sunflowers, <laughs> wild ginseng, and wormwood. The deities that are associated with Yule are Ishtar, the horned god, Orsis, Loki, Persephone, Serenos, and Dionys- Dionys- Dionysus. 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 That's what I said the whole time. That's what you said. Okay, perfect. Just making sure I was right. sure that's what I said, too. Yeah. Fuck, I don't know. So ways you can celebrate Yule, caroling, wassailing, burn a Yule log, a bonfire. Fires are always, I think, with... Every Sabbath, fire is used to cleanse and welcome in a new cycle. Here we go, wassailing among the leaves so green. We did this last time. Yeah, I know. Yeah, we failed. (laughs) We tried. Um, You can go for a walk in the woods at night, kiss under the mistletoe, exchange gifts with loved ones, celebrate Chris Kringle, who is actually a Germanic pagan god. Oh. Uh, Bake cookies or other sweet treats with traditional flavorings like caraway, star anise, dried fruits, and nuts. Star anise. 
So I borrowed some star anise from Meg. I made a huge mistake. Well, she got it and she put it inside of a simmer pot. I did because it was so pretty and I thought, oh, I need these. So I ordered a bag off of Amazon. And, mm-hmm. and then she learned the lesson <gasps> of what it smelled like. But then I needed Liquor-ish. it. I needed it for my cocktail photography because I was doing a chai um, espresso martini. You're welcome. And I knew she had it. Man, that fucking bag, I still, every time I like get near it, I can fucking smell it. It is It is horrific. So Strong. I mean, I guess if you like black licorice, go you, but ugh. Ugh, is foul. Yuck. Not My a fan. My dad loves licorice, black mm. licorice. It's mm. just... Mr. Boo Boo likes it. Does he? He likes black Zambuca, which is like a what black... What the hell is that? Black licorice liquor. It's the most disgusting thing I've ever had in my life. Anyways. That sounds terrible. Kind of like um, Jägermeister. Have you ever had Jäger? Uh-uh. Oh. <laughs> I don't think I'm missing much. No, you're not. I had too many drunken college nights on Ugh. that. Puked in someone's car. Whoa. Raina. I was like... 20. What do you want from me? Nothing. Perfectly acceptable. I paid to get it detailed. I was a good person. Yeah, good. At least you did that. Oh. (laughs) It is important to integrate slow living practices into your Yule celebration. I think that's something that all of us need to do with how we have been brought up with Christmas. And I was just freaking out about Christmas earlier Mm -hmm. this week. Checking all the boxes. Make sure we do all the things. And I'm like, you know what? I don't... As much of a good spooky season as we had, mm-hmm. I feel like I was so focused on the work that needed to be done yeah. that I didn't get to enjoy it as much as I would have wanted to. I know. I agree with that. And I don't want to do that yeah. for this season. I agree. So I want to spend more time doing things with the kids. I want to get all of our kids together and make cookies. Yeah, you know, just do things, things that are actually enjoyable for yeah. everybody. Not that making cookies with kids is actually enjoyable for us. I'll make the cookies. We'll give them the cookies. <laughs> You and I will go to the other room, maybe even out on the back porch. While all hell breaks loose? I don't care. Be in your house. Yes, right. That's <laughs> what I want. Oh, God. Um, some ideas you can decorate your home with evergreen, which you did. Uh-huh. You brought the boughs last I, did weekend. Did you see that? Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. So so I helped you put it up. I know. I forgot that. I was drunk. Were you? I think so. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I remember putting them up. I just forgot that you were with me. Totally was. This is a way to symbolize the return of life and the coming spring. You can also decorate with candles, lanterns, and other light sources to represent the return of the light and the sun. You can set up a Yule altar. Every Sabbath, we talk about redoing our altars. Yeah. It can be simple, a simple table or a shelf adorned with candles, crystals, evergreen boughs, other items that are meaningful to you. You can use your altar for meditation, prayer, or just a place to focus on Yuletide yeah. energy. Put your put your good thoughts and energies. You can have a Yule feast, and it's a time to gather with loved ones, loved ones and enjoy just a meal together. It can be any meal. Traditional foods include roasted meats, vegetables, fruits, nuts, and any baked goods. Perfect. I like baked goods. Me too. I like eating them, not baking them. I like both. You can burn a Yule log and this symbolistic, symbolistic, oh my God, this symbolic (laughs) act represents the rebirth of the sun and the coming of the new year. Burn the Yule log in your fireplace or you can create a bonfire outdoors. I make a Yule log every year. Mm -hmm. My, I have a really good friend 
who you've yet to meet. And we keep talking about it, but it just hasn't happened. My friend Cherry. Oh, yeah. yeah not that Cherry. You met Cherry? Oh, at the, yeah, at the party. Yeah, come on. Okay. Yeah, yes. you did. Never mind. Never mind. That was like a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, one A couple of years ago, she was going up into the mountains to grab a Christmas tree. And I asked her, can you find me a log? She didn't know what the hell it was for. Like, I told her it was for a Yule log. And she's like, okay, Meg, whatever. She kind of, like, it's kind of like, yeah, okay, Meg. Yeah. Well, that's, <laughs> you know, sometimes what it is. So she brought me this bag of logs from the mountains. And oh. there was one perfect one. And I drilled yeah. holes in it. And every year I put new candles in it. And I have some evergreens on my property. And I go and I take them and I decorate it and I put cranberries and dried fruit and fun. put it on the table. And I, I light it every Yule. Fun. Yeah. That's so even pretty. though it's a new decoration, it's the same log that I've had for probably about five years now. Oh. Um, some good ideas to do on Yule. Go for a walk in nature. Spend time connecting with the natural world and kind of reflect on the year past. Sing carols or play winter-themed music. I think you guys have got that one. I've got got it covered. I'm a big Christmas carol person. This one's your favorite. Read stories about myths of Yule. I think we did that last week. False. I don't like it. I will never do it again. You love it. I hated it. I I, um, did our schedule for all of next year. And for December, I have Yuletide Monsters 2.0. I bought a book. I've got a whole new set of monsters. Someone's going to have to sit in for me. Raise your hand. Raise your hand if you would like to sit in on Yuletide Monsters. Got this. I don't like it. And the biggest thing is just to spend time with your loved ones. Give gifts. Yeah. But they don't need to be something you buy at the store. They can be something. They can be a plate of cookies. They could be a dinner shared together. Yeah. I think that's... Just Solid. Like that. It doesn't matter how you choose to celebrate. It's a time to reflect on the past year, count your blessings, and be together. Love that. Return of the light. So the rest. return of the light. Of the I light. do love like the hearing. That's why we put lights on everything. Is because the return of the light, mm-hmm. which is crazy. And yeah. Fun. That was very interesting to hear all of the little, again, tidbits that go into what we celebrate today. It's a lot like Samhain. How. A lot of how we celebrate today was very ancient traditions. And we still do it, but I don't think we understand the history of it. And I think it's much more, a a much more special thing when you understand that this is something that has been done for thousands of years. Yeah. And the meaning behind it. Yeah. No, life's too fast. We got to start slowing down and and putting intention into things because you know what? Sometime it's going to be done and then that's it. Done so. You only got one? You only got one, unless you believe in reincarnation. Well, I do, but of this current one, mm-hmm. only got one. So, yeah, use it, use it. Well, or lose it, guys. This is the end of our first season. It is. Can you believe it? Yeah, not just the first season of, you know, or the season of this, but like our lunatic soup season. We're ending this season. We're gonna take a couple weeks break. We'll be back the first Thursday in January, and for season two of. Lunatic Soup Podcast. Can you believe that? It's wild. This was something that we've been working on for so long. And last May, we decided to pull the trigger and just do it. And I think it went better than either of us expected. Yeah. And I feel like we put so much blood, sweat, and tears into this thing. Like, it is maybe not so much the tears, but blood and sweat for sure. 
And we like, still like each other. We still like each other. Which we is still huge. like each other. Um, it's been so much fun to do and like to grow with it and to like decide where we want to go next and how we want to evolve the podcast as we go. And the people that we have met is just, yeah. I think, I think that's the part is the people that we've met and the connections that we've made. Yeah. It's been really cool. So we appreciate everyone who listens every week or every other week or whenever you get a chance or even one off. We just appreciate a listen and, um, we hope you guys have the best holiday season, the best Yule, Christmas, um, Whatever you celebrate, Han- Hanukkah, Hanukkah. <laughs> just enjoy, be with your people you love. Yeah, just spend time and take a minute to reflect and Good breathe. Good or bad, reflect yeah. and figure out what you'll do differently next year, or do yeah. the same. Or we don't. I don't believe in um, New Year resolutions. Resolutions. I yeah. believe in goals. Yeah. Uh, most importantly, make sure you uh, enjoy Lunatic Super that's, too. That's been wow, a really well, fun thing this year. All the Lunatic. Super I know we've had so many different ciders. It's been wild. But make sure you enjoy a new Lunatic Soup. Treat yourself. Treat yourself this holiday season. That's it. Well, You're- thank you guys. We're excited for season two. I hope yes. you are too. And uh, remember, in this crazy world, it's good to be a lunatic. Bye. Bye.